everybody, still recovering from getting my wisdom tooth pulled on Monday, but I think I'm getting a little bit better day by day. Today, though, I needed to talk to you about a man and a story that I think is going to become one of the most important stories in the country. It's about a brother named Andrew Brown Jr. in North Carolina who was shot and killed by police during an outrageous search warrant which is almost always, again, used in the fake war on drugs, which we always say is really a war on people. But police there refuse to release their body camera footage. The county has already declared a state of emergency in anticipation of the footage coming out, obviously knowing what it's going to show in the autopsy, which was done by the family, because the county has just done a terrible job handling the case, shows something genuinely horrible. I want to unpack and explain what's going down there and tell you how we can help, all right? This is Sean King, and you're listening to The, the, the Breakdown. The, 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 the Breakdown. The, 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 the Breakdown. First off, I want to give a major shout-out to all of the everyday people who've been protesting and demonstrating in Elizabeth City, North Carolina, just a small town there in North Carolina. And the family of Andrew Brown Jr., his neighbors, his friends, um, their neighbors and friends, and just everyday people in Elizabeth City and around Elizabeth City have been protesting and demonstrating almost every day since Andrew Brown was shot. Now, it's been nearly a week since he was shot and killed And every day that passes, both police and prosecutors there in Elizabeth City continue to stall and and stall on why they won't release the body camera footage, why they won't say exactly what happened, why they won't release details, saying it's going to. And this was this is a key excuse that I hear all over the country. Uh, We're not going to release the body camera footage because it will impede our investigation. What does that even mean? How will releasing the body camera footage impede your investigation? It's just, uh, it's what we call like a word salad. It's just like words that sound really official and sound like, yeah, this really means something, but actually means nothing. We're not going to release the body camera footage because it will impede the investigation. That's a lie. It won't impede the investigation. You just said something that sounds really official, but actually means nothing. It is not based in the truth. CNN, thankfully, and it's, it's kind of a rare day when I can say this, has been on top of this case of the shooting death of Andrew Brown and has gone out of their way to obtain any um, bystander videos. They've released two videos that I've seen, one in the immediate aftermath of the shooting, which doesn't help so much, but kind of gives you an idea of what it was looking like. And just uh, early, early this morning, like at two in the morning, they released a new uh, video right before the shooting of Andrew Brown Jr. And before I talk to you about what that video shows, my friend and brother Benjamin Crump is on this case. And and I want to talk about Benjamin Crump because you'll probably see him everywhere if if you haven't already seen him everywhere. Um, There's arguably no attorney in the country that travels more to be with families, to support families. And there's nobody better uh, 
I don't think there's a single person more important in the country when a case is at this point, when local attorneys are refusing to do what they need to do, when Crump shows up, not only does he know the right motions to file, but he knows the right buttons to push and the right pressure to put on a city and a county and the prosecutors and the jail and others to do what they need to do to release the footage, to get the evidence out. And, uh, and so I'm glad that Benjamin Crump is there. There are also local attorneys from both North and South Carolina who are there as well. And, uh, but I'm grateful that Crump is on this case because he has a, a unique skill to support a case at this point. And one of the things that he did was immediately have the family pay for an independent autopsy. And the independent autopsy showed that Andrew Brown was shot multiple times in one of his arms, but there was only one fatal shot, and it was literally in the back of his head. And that should tell you everything. I mean, he was, in essence, executed uh, during this uh, outrageous, almost, I guess I would call, raid uh, uh, or, or mob. I just saw, moments ago, I just saw a new video that was released by CNN early this morning. And it shows police rushing to Andrew Brown's house, and they literally look like a lynch mob. I'm, I mean that in every sense of the word. They are in a, pol- a what I guess I could call a police pickup truck. And it's just like what you would expect in a country lynch mob. And there are police officers driving the pickup truck, and a bunch of police officers, you know, fully suited in what looks like body armor, guns out, all squashed together in the back of a pickup truck as they drive through town, literally like they're about to lynch a man. I mean, it's exactly what it looks like. And, you know, I've called this in other articles, and even in my book I speak about this, it's kind of like the video gamification of policing, like the Call of Duty uh, of policing where even though they are rolling up on a man that they could easily uh, arrest or question without everything that they're doing, they've piled up in military gear as as if they are literally about to raid the home of a terrorist. And they pull up on Andrew Brown and clearly begin shooting almost right away. Three police officers in this department have already retired this week. So police, I mean, how is anybody allowed to retire in the shadows of this? But having three officers retire, other officers that are involved, that were directly involved in the shooting, I don't know if that means they fired bullets. I don't know how many officers fired shots. Again, they won't release any body camera footage. And we don't even know if that means now, they all had body cameras. We don't know if it means they didn't turn them on. Did they do what we've seen police do before and all, say, turn all your body cameras off as you go into this, this raid? And they said it was to, that the raid was to execute a search warrant for, for drugs and guns. The family said yesterday that there were no drugs found in Andrew's car, no drugs found in his home, no guns found in his home or car. And uh, the search warrant, they said, was for his cars. But the family said there were no drugs, no guns found. We did all of this for what? 
Say they did find drugs. Say they found drugs and guns. You killed a man. You shot and killed a man. You shot him literally in the back of his head and killed him. And, you know, part of what has me frustrated is North Carolina, you know, has a Democratic governor and a Democratic attorney general. They have been way too slow to intervene here, way too slow to put the pressure on them that needs to be put. The attorney general there is no Keith Ellison. That's Minnesota's attorney general. The attorney general there is running for re-election. He's a, a conservative Democrat and who's really consistently done next to nothing on police violence. He has multiple people running against him. I hope he loses. But this is even an opportunity for him to say, hey, I'm, I'm not as moderate as you think I am. Look, I'm going to hold police accountable here. We're intervening. We're taking over the case. We're charging the police officers. We're releasing the body camera footage. But again, at the root of this is this thing that America has long called the war on drugs that is not really a war on drugs. Those police officers don't really care about some drugs found in somebody's home or car. This is about brutality. This is about violence. And it's particularly about violence and brutality against black people, doubly so against black men. And their quickness to use fatal force when none of them, I mean, there must have been eight to ten officers piled into this pickup truck. They were in no danger. Let's be real. No danger at all. And yet they quickly felt the need to shoot and kill Andrew Brown Jr. It's important for me to tell you his story because what we know is um, we are going into the eighth day now that the family and local organizers and activists. And, and when I say everyday people, it's like most of the people who are protesting, they are not necessarily organizers and activists. They are organizers and activists there. But they're just people, you know, and, and hell, that's what everybody is. You know, these are just people saying, no, you can't kill us. No, you can't just roll up on us like mobsters. You can't just roll on us up on us like the clan piled up in the back of a pickup truck and shoot and kill our husbands, our fathers, our brothers, our sons, our uncles. No, you can't do it. And it's important that you say his name, Andrew Brown Jr. If you could even pause right now and say it out loud, Andrew Brown Jr. I want you to follow this case. I want you to post about this case across social media. Google it, search it. See for yourself that something, something very dubious is going on. And there was no bigger clue for me than multiple officers quickly retiring in the middle of this stall game that they're playing, as they're no doubt deleting every trace of their social media, everything about themselves across Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, LinkedIn, etc. This stall is about nothing more than them finding ways to protect themselves who knows, destroy evidence, get their alibis together. It's not about investigating. It's not about justice. This is about them, excuse my language, parents saving their own asses to protect themselves. It's disgusting. And we've got to push back. We already know this could be good news. It's hard to say, but the FBI has already said that they are opening up an investigation into this case, which is 
these are new things. You know, the FBI has said they're opening up. The DOJ has said they're opening up an investigation to Louisville Police Department, the Minneapolis Police Department. These are things we didn't hear during the Trump administration. Uh, I just want to caution you that the Obama administration regularly said these same things, and sometimes good came out of it. Most of the time it didn't, but it's, it's better than nothing. What you do have when a local police department learns that the FBI is also investigating, it does often cause them to straighten up some, but it's not a quick path to justice. So listen, let's continue to keep this case alive, to keep the name of Andrew Brown Jr. Um, on, the, on the front burner so that we can do everything we can to support this family. Gotta go, my mouth is already hurting, but love and appreciate all of you. And again, if you're not yet a member, please go to thenorthstar.com and join today. We need your support. The North Star underwrites all the costs of this podcast, all the articles that we've done, all the podcasts that we have, over 2,500 articles and original podcast ep- episodes can be found now when you go to thenorthstar.com. Join. It's quick and easy. We have free trials. It's only $10 a month, and it underwrites the cost of all that we do. Love and appreciate each and every one of you. Take care, everybody. Break it down. I'm Tiffany Hawkins. I'm Alan Boomer. And we are the Momentum Advisors. Every single week, we talk about wealth management, personal finance, and entrepreneurship. We are financial advisors by day. We're entrepreneurs by night. We're building wealth for ourselves, and we want to make sure that you understand how to build wealth in your own family. Tune in for shows like Is Your Money Racist, Retirement Savings, Investment 101. We literally run the gamut on all the things that you need to know about financial wealth, creating a legacy for your family, and really just wealth creation as a whole. What we find is that these conversations are happening but they're not happening as much as they need to in diverse communities. And so we're bringing a new voice, a new amount of energy, and we want you to tune in. So we bring the tips, we bring the strategy, and we always bring the good news. So make sure you tune in every week to the Momentum Advisors. There's something for everyone. Momentum.